Hey, we want to say thank you to our sponsors, Watchman Cigars, Webmerized, Red Hill Brewing, and Crave Bath and Body. Without you guys, this episode would not be possible. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode, episode 186 of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. What is that, you ask? It's our take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy. While you, the listener, are invited to come up on the front porch, grab a beverage, and set a spell. We are broadcasting from our fat kid-friendly studios right here in beautiful Concord, North Carolina, and surrounding area. We've got a great show lined up for you, as always. But before we begin, let me introduce you to our starting lineup, running the video, the Facebook live chats, the YouTube live chats. It is our very own Magic Man. What up, dog? Hey, what's up, everybody? And of course, he is the man, the myth, the legend himself. It is producer Brian. What's up? And of course, I'd be your illustrious host, Biggin, and how about you? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm, uh, mm, producer mm. Brian, where can our friends find us on those socials in the interwebs? Well, if you go to google.com and you type in Southern Fried Philosophy, you're going to find all that's, of it. That's basically it. That's it. Uh, but if you want to get a little more specific, okay. we're on Facebook.com <laughs> slash Southern Fried Philosophy, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch at SFP Radio. You can always email the show at SFP Radio at gmail.com. Um, if you would like to give us your money, you can go to patreon.com and uh, forward slash SFP radio. You're probably seeing a trend here. Um, if you want to catch us <laughs> streaming and not just on the podcast uh, app of your choice, we are on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Tuner App. Uh, speaking of the podcast apps, please go like, subscribe, follow, comment, share, delete, whatever you want to do there. All those things I think help us. Absolutely. Great review. Give us the thumbs up, thumbs down. I don't really care. Give us the middle finger. That's fine with me. Uh, if you could go to YouTube also and type in Southern Fried Philosophy, you can find us there. Uh, we would appreciate it if you could just subscribe. Hit that little button that says subscribe. You know, tickle it, lick it, whatever you want to do, you fancy freaks. And um, that would really help us out. Turn off those notifications so you never have to hear from us again. And that would be, you know... Uh, Nice little thing you could do for us. Uh, if you stay home and you do your own show uh, and you need some help with that, producer Brian could do that. Uh, email him at headlines at SFP radio. If you'd like to be a show sponsor for season six, uh, we've already got one in the books. So we would appreciate that. So email me at biggin at, at sorry, brr, email me at uh, SFP radio at gmail.com. Uh, again, this is our last episode for this season. We will be starting it back up in January. If by chance, I don't know, you want to do this show uh, while I'm out. I didn't talk to the guys about this, but if we have a guest that wants to do it, email me at sfpradio at gmail.com. You guys can take over and I'll just, you know, I'll just sit in the, in the weeds and watch for a while. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Well, if you want to co-host the show, let me right, know. If you want to co-host the SFP yeah. radio. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we'll have auditions and all that fun stuff. This could be whatever. like Jeopardy. This could be like the Jeopardy. Oh, Let's, we're going to yes. do a seasonal big in replacement. 
So if you if you're interested <laughs> in awesome. driving the boat for a week or two, let me know. We'll we'll maybe make something happen there. That would be fantastic. You know, like you could replace me, but didn't the producer replace the Alex Trebek? Yeah, but then he like apparently he's not a very good boy, so he had to step right. out. And uh, did he keep his producing job or is he done done? I'm that I think he's not hosting. That was, yeah. inside, that was some insider nonsense, right? Like, right. Absolutely. We're going to go through this big showboat about finding the celebrity to take over mm-hmm. for the great Alex Trebek, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm just sad that Will Ferrell never got a chance. but <clears throat> That would have been awesome. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then, you know, it's some inside guy, you know. It's like those, we had a candidate in mind the whole time, but we wanted <laughs> right. to, you know. But it was him. You think, how long do you think he's been eyeing that job? He's like, mm, when he goes, Man, I'm going to get it. Right? Who's yeah. next? Pat Sajak's probably next, right? Is that the... <laughs> Magic Man, who would who would you love to watch host Jeopardy? I didn't get to watch it, but it, from what I understand, LeVar Burton did a pretty good job. You know, I, the Reading Rainbow guy, I think, would nail it, yeah. Geordie yeah, LaForge, yeah, man. How about a Snoop Dogg? <laughs> what if it was a combo <laughs> of Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart? Oh, um, oh that would be interesting. I, would I be meant to bring this up when we talked about the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Whatever episode that was, but there was NBC Sports had a like, yes, side commentation commentary yep. with Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart. Yes, I it watched was, uh, like four, not four safe minutes for that. children. Right, right. <laughs> you know, you know that green room smelled fantastic. Oh yeah, you know, uh, did it? Fantastic. Dank. Sort of, not the word I would describe. But. Dank. Yeah, if you like dank things like a moldy basement. There you go. Mm. Nice IPA. <laughs> there you go. All right. So um, we want to say shout out to our listeners from Minneapolis. No, Minnesota. That's, that's uh, That counts. That's Minnesota. <laughs> oh, that's the city in it. You're right. Yeah, that's the big one. Yeah. There, we're, we'll be very specific and just say Minneapolis. So we want to say shout out to our listeners from Minnesota. Uh, Ryan, can you give us some interesting facts about said Minnesota? Sure. Um, first <laughs> of all, they have... I was going to say, by the way, I gave this last second. So we were updating just some behind the scenes sausage. We didn't do any show prep. And so, and so first it was Oregon, but then somebody said we already did Oregon. And then another one I didn't update. I thought I didn't update Poland. So then I was like, I don't know who we're doing. So literally like um, two minutes before headlines, I'm yelling the audible Minnesota, Minnesota. And then so he had to prep. Yeah. So so I think at this point, anytime we call an audible on anything, we're just going to call it Minnesota. All right. So there we go. All right. So go. I I enjoyed the backstage sausage. That was an interesting. I wasn't prepared for that either. You know. Um, (laughs) It's the best sausage. Backstage sausage, right? Yeah. (laughs) There ain't no party like a backstage sausage party. (laughs) (laughs) it's the last show of the season man we gotta make sure it's good right (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was gonna say show title but we had sausage in our title last week so we gotta do something better 
Uh, oh, that's what that, it's going to be Elton John concert. That, that was uh, that was not expected. I did not mean for it to come out like that. <laughs> Halfway through, I was like, "Big and pull back, pull back." Dude, it already came out. Abort. Oh, that even sounded worse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Hello, everybody. My- Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Pride Party Podcast. I can't see. <laughs> Minnesota. Uh, so they have, uh, they're, they're at the top uh, ranking in education. Okay. Oh. Yes, one okay. of the 10 strongest states in education. And they're uh, number one ranking for fitness. Um. <laughs> Key indices is low infant mentality. Fitness cheeseburger in my mouth, right? Now. <laughs> Fitness yeah. sausage party in my mouth. <laughs> but I mean, I can tell you, I actually went there. I was in Minnesota on a trip, and they've got bike trails all over the place. And I mean, they're, they're, those are some healthy folks up there. I can tell you what. Um, let's see. One more good thing here. Uh, first military <laughs> installation. <laughs> And the world's and the largest amusement park in the Midwest area. Okay, all right. There you go. Oh, yay, Minnesota! Yeah. yeah. So I, I found a tidbit about Minnesota in our thirty seconds before the show started. Right. Because uh, as you know, I'm a I like the foods. Oh yeah. Uh, but Dagan, I think these are our people, maybe in Minnesota. Right. Okay. All right. Bring it. So I found a thing. I was just scrolling through. I just, you know, what do you people in Minnesota eat? And the first mm. answer was cheese. Right. And then nailed it. I, I found this dish and this happened, I think when we did the, was it South Dakota? We mm-hmm. discovered yep. some thing. They well, love them some tater tots in South Dakota. Tater tots. They do. Uh, they have it's a, a thing. thing. It says salad on it, <laughs> but it's a mm. cookie salad. See, here's the thing. I'm just going to tell you right now. Those are two opposing forces. Things that Mm. I love and things that I hate. Now you're going to combine them. Tell us about this cookie salad. So, originating from Minnesota, cookie salad is a simple dessert beloved by children, obviously. Made by (laughs) combining fudge-stripe shortbread cookies, buttermilk, vanilla pudding, whipped cream, Wait, here's the, the curveball: mandarin oranges. Thus, the salad. Oh, yeah, that's the salad part. It's like when you put pineapple and Jello, and it's because of the salad. Um, additional ingredients may include berries, but Oreo cookies are strictly prohibited. Mm. You bring what? a cookie salad, an Oreo cookie salad, in Minnesota, and your neighbors are looking at you sideways for the rest of the week. Okay. There's a link who, that says more raise of hands. Who would there. eat this? I'm out. Yo, the oranges kind of threw me off there. Yeah. <clears throat> I like, I mean, fudge stripe cookies, why not? Butter, I mean, the buttermilk and the vanilla pudding. I think they can get buttermilk me. north of Virginia. Um, <laughs> it's like a, it's, it sounds like a banana pudding, but with cookies. Buttermilk. You like mix it with the pudding, probably. It probably gives it a little bit of a tang. Yeah. Orange, oh, I think a bit mandarin orange really throws me mm-hmm. off here. Yeah. So, so season t- six will kick off with us eating a cookie salad. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. I'll be honest with you. I love y'all Minnesotans, but you're a little suspect. Mm. Uh, all right. I'm going to ask you like I ask you every week. How you be doing, Magic Man? Huh? Doing all right. Um, working like crazy, getting ready to do a major go live at work and uh 
So that's actually this weekend. Mm. So I uh, put in putting in the the hours in preparation for this. So yeah, but uh, it'll be good to have it done and be over the hill. There you go. Yeah. Well, good man. I'm looking forward to that for you because I know you've been, as you said, been putting on the hours. So hopefully it'll be over soon. Um, Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. The reason why we we have to break at this point because I do uh, health and welfare benefits and set things up. So this is my really busy season where we're working. Suppose we're supposed to only work forty to forty-five hours a week or fifty hours a week, but um, that usually is not the case. So I'm I don't have capacity at all mm. to do that. So that's why we're taking a break. So I understand the work uh, is is crazy at this point. Uh, producer Brian, how you doing? Uh, you know, I think I'm pretty good. Might be great, actually. Can't decide. Whoa, that's so, that's some strong words right there. Uh, my whole family is back in school now. Wow, my whole family has been yeah. in my house <laughs> for like 18 months. Sure. Um. So there's, you know, it's first it's first week of school. Wife's teacher. I have a second grader, I have a preschooler, all that, you know, so they're kind of overwhelmed. So I've been mm-hmm. doing all the house stuff <laughs> for a couple yeah. of days, so, which is what it is. It's that time of year, but right. I'm a bit of a introvert typically, you know, <clears throat> even with my own family, sometimes I need a little breathing sure. space. Yeah, absolutely. Apparently I've been a little more, uh, what's the, I can't, so, so my wife said I was like more fun. Because no one was in the house for a couple of days. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> or something. I, I don't know. I was more, I don't know. I was having fun with the kids a little more than I normally would, I guess. It's, yeah. They're not as annoying you. It's not that they annoy me. It's just quiet. You have to have a break. It's quiet. Right. Like, the, I get up help you and recharge? I can get a glass of water or, you know, eat lunch. And I don't have to make anyone else's lunch. I don't have to. Right. No one asked me to do anything outside of what my job requires me to do. <laughs> it's, I don't know, it's uh, liberating. Yeah. I mean, that in itself would make you just, in general, a happier person, I think. I get, I don't know. And I, you know, I'll give it like, it's going to be five more days and they're going to be back here. But that's a different story. Right. No, absolutely. <laughs> you know that's going to happen. Someone's getting right? sick, you know? Yeah, you know that's going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I'm, I think I'm pretty good. Um, how you been doing? Nice. Uh, I'm good. Uh, the little, the small batch, the little one, has discovered the amazing song "Baby Shark." Mm. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Sweet jeez, yeah. how many times <laughs> do I have to hear that song? <laughs> I mean, if it's uh, per play, uh, they are getting some boatloads of money on YouTube. Did you know the hand motions? Oh yeah, no, I, and I've known the hand motion since youth group camp. You know, at youth camp. You know, we did that in the morning, like eh, being silly, whatnot. So I've known that song, but it is on constant repeat. What, but what makes it funny is when she walks in the door from being home at daycare. The first thing she says is, and she refers to it as doo doo, doo doo. So, oh, so nice. she's running around the house going, doo-doo, 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 doo-doo. Because <laughs> that's yeah. all they do. And so sometimes, sometimes she'll go, mama, doo-doo. And then you're like, no, she's not doo-dooing in her pants. She just wants the doo-doo <laughs> song because that's all she knows. That's funny. Um, so, 
Yeah, it's it's a constant barrage of doo doo around the house, one way or the other. All right, so let me give you our southern phrase of the week. It's called uh, maybe you have heard this: "Carry me to the store." Uh, many southern transports have been confused when hearing the phrase for this for the phrase for the first time. So, "carry me" uh, means provide me with some transportation. To a destination, it can sound strange when you're hearing it for if you're not raised in the South. But have you guys heard before when people say, "I need you to carry me to the store, carry me to the mall, carry me to church"? Have you guys heard that? I don't, I don't think I've heard that one. Hmm. Magic Man. No, I haven't heard that one before. Wow. For sure. Okay, yeah. that's a new one. Yeah. yeah. This is a deep cut, I think, in southern in southern language. It's really like down in the south. I've heard that quite a lot. Oh, and you like, like the Alabama story. South, like way south. Yeah, like south 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 Georgia. Um, um, okay, yeah, those places. I guess because they don't have cars, they still use horses down there. <laughs> Could be. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's so I say interesting. It, I, yeah, I mean, I've never. I, I think about like just in my lifetime, most people don't need anyone to give them a ride. That's hmm. maybe an older person. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you don't quite use that as much anymore because mm-hmm. you, you have your own transportation or whatnot. Or, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, just, just your southern phrase. Of the week. If you hear that and you're a Yankee and you come down to the south, just know <laughs> that that's what it meant. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Also, one uh, follow-up item that I did want to discuss that is not in our uh, notes here is that uh, as soon as we finished our conversation last week, uh, Lee from Shorty's Barbecue <clears throat> quickly gave me a call. He's the one that in- invented and created the finishing dust that we talked about last week. Producer Brian, you were a little concerned about why <laughs> should I put this finishing dust on my my pulled pork uh, if sure. it's really good? <clears throat> and so he provide he wanted me to be very clear that he also agrees with you. As well, like if it is okay. like you like it, you don't touch it. You just have your your pulled pork. Uh, however, if it needs just a little bumping up, that's when you use the finishing dust. If you're not completely satisfied with it, throw that on there, and then it kind of yeah. kicks it to a new level. I mean, that's a, I mean that's a, you know, that sounded negative, I know, but that's a good thing to have in your tool belt because how many of them come out not great? Or if you take a shortcut. Mm-hmm. Like for me, if I don't dry brine a, a, a pork before I cook it, it's never the way I want it to be. It's, yeah. No. So, okay, I'm I'm actually going to try and do one this weekend. If okay. I don't, if I screw it up really bad, I'm going to try that. Uh, there you go. Wait, if I screw it up a little bit, I'm going to do it. So. There you go. Um, another thing that I want to bring up. Do you guys remember we talked last week about the family that was found dead on the hiking trail? Uh, I don't. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys remember, but down in uh, maybe you're listening for the first time, but in Yosemite or close to Yosemite, there was a family. It was a mother, a, a father, a one year old, and a dog. And 1.5 miles away from their from their uh, their car, they were on a hiking trail. They're very healthy. They're um, avid hikers. They know what they're doing. Uh, somebody stumbled upon them. They were all passed away. And they were in a, they were all sitting in a, you know, just a regular sitting position, but they were found uh, dead. There's no cause of death at this point. They don't know what it is. The only thing that they think it could have been 
would be um, like a toxic algae or gases from some mines that are around. There was no gunshots. There was no stabs, stab wounds. <clears throat> there was no note. There was no prescriptions, everything. Well, just a, an update is the coroner's report came back and guys, yet they still find it, did not find anything yet. They, they searched the bodies up and down and didn't find anything. Man. So the only thing that they've they've got is a couple weeks. It takes a couple weeks to get toxicology back, um, but they still have not found the cause of death. So weird, guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, say so. the headline says it's being treated as a hazmat site. It was when they first got there because they couldn't figure out why uh, why they passed away. So they thought, well, let's make sure and wear protective gear so that we don't die from the algae or the gases. Man. But a week later, they have still yet to figure out why they passed away. It's so weird. And and Lee also told me that a couple years ago, same thing happened to a family in Oklahoma. Uh, dad, daughter, or dad, uh, wife, one-year-old, and dog. Same thing happened on a hiking trail. They wow. still didn't figure out what happened there. Guys, this, it's so weird. It's so weird. I'm I'm going to follow this thing up because I I'm going to keep watching to see if I find any <laughs> updates. But this has intrigued me to no no end. Like every day, I'm checking to see if they find anything. Yeah, maybe uh, post in fa- on fa- the Facebook page or something. If you uh, oh yeah oh yeah yep. See something. Hmm. Uh, all right, moving on. It, it, Magic man, you you feel that weird? What do you think it is? Aliens or Bigfoot? I think it was gas. <laughs> I don't know. But we're talking about the the dead people on the trail, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Man, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, if you guys remember, we started off one of our uh, bits this year. We uh, called the Mountain Eagle. The Mountain Eagle is a newspaper um, near Litchfield, Kentucky, Letcher Letcher County, and and these folks, this newspaper, what they do is they set up a uh, answering machine and you call this number and you can say whatever you want to say on the answering machine. Uh, they get said recordings and then they print them, uh, for everyone to read in uh, in Letcher County. So <clears throat> I'm not making fun of these people. I want to be very clear. These are my people. And so, um, I just think that they're very entertaining. So that's why I read them to you. I paid the $1 subscription, uh, so that you don't have to. So these are the best ones that I found lately. Are we ready? Uh, to the lady who lives beside U.S. Highway 119 between Kona and Payne Gap, she has the prettiest flower beds in the area. You can generally see her outside working with her flowers most afternoons. So there you go. Positive. Oh, Way to go. Okay. That's, that's nice. Uh, quickly followed up by to a certain raunchy, foul-mouthed idiot who called me the other day accusing me of stuff. Just who gave you my telephone number? You think you can bully everyone around and get your way, but you are dead wrong. Anytime you think you have the guts, walk up to my face and say what you want to say. An idiot like you is going to get a knuckle sandwich, and it takes scum to call a person and accuse him of everything in the world. Uh, ow. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, Somebody's upset. Good gracious, y'all. Um, I mean, what's happening the there, phone, you think? Man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, if you don't know the number, I don't answer the phone. So do you ever, you ever get, maybe we should just cold dial people and just accuse them of things. You oh. like just call a random number. And, like you have yeah. the prettiest flower bed mm. on us 119 or just, you've got a great set of nostrils and just hang up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> next I'll take, and this is, this is a, a debate here. I'll take Lee's famous recipe any day of the week over the new Kentucky fried chicken sandwich. Okay. Well, okay. Hmm. Are they talking about Lee short? No, Lee's famous recipe chicken. Have you guys not heard of Lee's famous recipe no. chicken? It's not famous here. Oh yeah. It's not famous here. Sorry. <laughs> Ooh. Is it better than KFC? I don't know, but evidently oh. this person thinks so. Where's, okay, I'm, hey, listen, is it a chicken sandwich? Cause I'm down. Oh, it's a chicken sandwich, my friend. It's yeah, a it's a chicken place. I mean, just think of it as a different version of KFC. It's good. It's good like chicken. Better. I haven't had their chicken sandwich. Uh, it's been a long time since I had one. You the know, chain? yeah, it's a chain. Oh. They have one near my grandma's house, and so next time I'm there, I'm going to pick up a chicken sandwich, and I'll mm. report back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a senior citizen. And I'm going to have to quit drinking Diet Pepsi. Oh, my goodness. Why? Why, senior citizen, are you going to quit drinking Diet Pepsi? No. uh, Here's the reason why. (laughs) That was the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Which would be great. Yeah. Uh, But the reason he explains, because the lids are so tight, I can't get them off. Oh, no. Wow. That's sad. That's... You would feel yeah, like there's a tool that, that can, yeah. Feel like switch you know, to a can. can. I've got one of those oh, like rubber things. There you go. <laughs> well, that might be hard too. Yeah. I mean, you can, but you can get a butter knife under that thing at least and pop yeah. it up. That's right. I mean, wow. You got to have like some power tools in the building, right? You can t- go and stick at a steel saw and just <laughs> top of that thing, right? Adjustable wrench. A pecan cracker, just, you know, get that on there, get a little squeeze. (laughs) Look, I know as a senior citizen, there's got to be a nutcracker somewhere around that house. Right. I know for a fact. Walnut cracker. Walnut, just put that thing in there and twist. (laughs) Hey, buddy. All right, moving on. I saw, (laughs) go ahead. You going to say something? That's funny. That's all I know. Yeah. It's it's sad and funny, both. I I don't know. It is. How to feel. I saw two people come out of Lily Cornette Woods with two big sacks of ginseng. The people in charge better do their job and stop this. Is uh, stealing tea? ginseng a thing? And how do you know it's ginseng? I don't know what ginseng looks like. It's, it's their ginseng. <laughs> what? What'd what'd you say? Say, I said maybe it's their ginseng. Oh, maybe oh. somebody stealing their ginseng. Yeah, then they would know for sure. If it was... Yeah, isn't that? It's just like what do you put ginseng? It's for tea, like tea. relaxing. Yeah, I mean, two big sacks of it is coming out of there, though. Huh. Maybe no. Yeah. Now this one, this it. one's a little sketchy. I will say that. Uh, do you want to know what a low down person is? 
It's somebody who goes off and gets himself a woman twice as old as his mother to have. For some of us, that'd be very difficult. Yeah. Twice or as old as your mom. Nasty, twice, so, okay, let's in the do, ground. Let's, let's get some, some, math. some math here. Yeah. Let's say the person is at least, we'll say the person is 20 years old. 20 years old. So your we'll mother's probably even 40 at the at 45. We'll even, we'll even say, say for example, she's 15. She was 15 when she had you. So now oh, she's right. 35. Okay. So this is, this is that part. I'm of just Kentucky. saying, All right. yeah, it's that part of Kentucky. Um, okay. So now she's, she's 35. So then that would be 70. 70. Yo. You're Man. 20 and she's 70. I know how you're all roll, but come on. I'll, I'll tear your motives there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. And Put maybe this next one. To yourself. <laughs> maybe this next one is to that 70-year-old. Oh. Uh, to this very nice lady, I hope it's you, and I hope you decide to join me. Hello. What? Oh. Hello. I mean, there's there's some can, love on on can you the old, that again. Yeah, let me <clears throat> to this very nice lady. I hope it's you, and I hope you decide to join me. That's almost a fortune cookie. Like what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's specific, but right. <laughs> and how? I mean, there that could be. That's so vague. Anybody, <laughs> any female is going to be like, wait. Is that Jerry from down the street? What is he talking yeah. about? What if you were nice to somebody yesterday, like last week? Right, right. He's, he's talking to you. Mm. All right. <laughs> uh, here we go. This one's going to be a long one, so bear with me. All right. It's nice to see Kentucky Fried Chicken fit right in with our other fine dining establishments. This makes twice I've been there since it opened, and twice. I have ordered the classic chicken sandwich and I have received, watch this, the spicy chicken sandwich instead. That makes me so very happy, especially when they don't bother to include napkins as well. The fries are pretty good, though, and the workers are trying their best with the large crowd they are dealing with. While I don't like the spicy chicken sandwich, it did appear to be well prepared. Hopefully they can get my order right the next time I go. <laughs> All right. I mean, that reminds me of this this Bojangles that used to be in front of an uh, apartment that my wife and I lived in when we first got married. Mm-hmm. And we go through there and we'd always order um whatever and they would always as a side put in their fries. And we never okay. ordered their fries, but they always put and and they would miss what the side that we wanted and substitute it with fries. And we, it was always frustrating. We could never figure out. We're like, man, they think a lot of those fries, don't they? So, <laughs> so this Kentucky like fried chicken must think a lot of their spicy chicken. All right. I think I had that one at some point. Cause I've tried all the chicken sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Probably twice. I forget if I liked it or not. Um, but the Kentucky fried chicken, the KFC, it's not Kentucky fried chicken anymore. Right. The fries. Have you had the fries? Mm-mm. Their fries are good. They're like curly fries, but straight. Yeah. That's my best description. Yeah, no, for that's them. that's good call. Like they're like a little Cajun. Yeah. Not so they have a seasoning. Yeah. They and a breading. Yeah. They're good. Oh, breading. Wow. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. they're like uh 
Yeah, imagine like Arby's curly fries, but straight. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's a good one. Uh, all right. So last but not least, I was pleasantly dis- surprised to find four coupon inserts in this past edition of the Mountain Eagle. I don't think I've seen that many before. Yay. This is awesome. And thank you. Keep them coming. <laughs> hey, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot of savings. That's a yeah. lot of savings. <laughs> so that is our Mountain Eagle um, nice. man brought to you by the Mountain Eagle. It's actually called Speak Your Peace, by the way. If you ever mm. decide you're going to spend the dollar for the electronic version and you would like to get your own copy, uh, please go to themountaineagle.com and then look under Speak Your Peace and you'll find it there. Uh, all right, so let me move on. Um, so, gentlemen, I've got some bad news for you. <clears throat> it looks okay. like that uh, eating a hot dog will take 36 minutes off of your life. Uh, yep. 36? Research, 36 minutes. Yeah. Research have released a nutritional index this week aiming to inform guidelines and help Americans achieve a healthier, more environmentally stable diet. The index rates, ranks the food by minutes gained or lost for healthy living per serving. With processed meats and cheese, and meat, with processed meats and sugary drinks, among the biggest offenders, they have ranked five thousand foods in the U.S. Um, classified by health burden and environmental impacts. So, um, the foods range from seventy-four minutes lost to eighty minutes gained per what? serving. Yeah. Oh, wait. A minute. Okay. I can do this. Is more math. I think for us here in a minute. Yeah, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, so, Go for example, uh, each chicken wing, uh, 85 gram chicken wing, translated to 3.3 minutes of your life lost, owing that to sodium and harmful trans fatty acids. I thought those are illegal now. Trans fatty acids, I thought the, they had to get rid of those. I don't know. Because remember, they used to make, they, they, they did that with the French fries. They used to put that's what they um, use the French fries, and they that? took those trans fats out. I don't know. So somebody uh, do some research on trans fatty acids. Yeah. Stat. Minnesota, Minnesota. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we do go on, uh, a uh, all beef hot dog on a bun resulted in thirty six minutes lost, uh, largely due to de- due to detrimental effect on processed meat. Uh, what's more, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches were associated with an increase, get that, an increase of 33 minutes. Foods like salted uh, peanuts. Well, let me back up. Do what now? Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait yeah, a minute. Yep. What is healthy about a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Uh, I mean, the peanut butter, adding peanuts. And, and, but it's here, all sugar. Well, you don't know that. Right. Yeah. Somebody. <laughs> well, food. It, it says like foods like salty peanuts uh, and baked salmon and rice with beans were also measured with gains between 10 and 15 minutes. So maybe they were thinking peanuts from that. I don't know. If you had like just so, regular peanut butter, it doesn't have, have to have sugar in it. So what if I made a peanut butter and jelly hot dog? Ooh. 
All right. So you would get the is that a, like 30 a zero? Min- or yeah, it would be a zero. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe three minutes. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I did think that was quite interesting. Um, 36 minutes. What's the 80? There was like an 80. Yeah, it didn't say it in the, in the article. Was Finally, it like, you know, one of those like Krispy Kreme burgers or something? Takes <laughs> 80 minutes off. <laughs> Just the, uh, uh, the, remember the Hardee's burgers that they were so, bad for you because they were just 15 stacks high and 800 monster burgers yes remember that thing good gravy oh man they still have them do they that thing is so good yeah have you had that Mm. burger yeah it's been quite a while very good it's a lot of it's a it's a lot (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh but i really like those uh it said that uh with uh, seafood, legumes, nuts, fruits, vegetables uh, could increase it up to 48 minutes per person per day um, and have a 33% smaller dietary carbon footprint. So if you only eat fruits, vegetables, legumes, and certain seafoods, could you not live forever then at this point? Uh, maybe. I mean, what? But... At some point, the no. It's at some point, it's going to catch up with you anyway. I, I guess so. Because there's like 24 hours in a day. So. Yeah. yeah. Mm. What it's if all- you can constantly just eat the like you just eat grays <laughs> right. all day? Like I eat peanut butter and jelly every hour. Right. There you go. Which for every hour, I'm getting an extra 30 minutes of life. How this works? <laughs> yeah. What about like a what's the peanut butter and the light or peanut, like the, 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 it's like a grilled Natural cheese, peanut butter. Which one? Natural peanut butter. No, like, like the peanut butter sandwich, but you do it like a grilled cheese with butter. You know, you like you grill it. You ever oh, have one of those? I was not aware of that. Yeah. Hmm. Does it make it healthier or less healthy? Yeah. <laughs> According to these I people. I don't know the, the, how valid this is, but I just thought it's interesting. Yeah, it's um, definitely interesting. Yeah. So, um, moving on as we have, well, I don't, you want a hot dog? Kind of. Huh? You know, I had wings last night, so I was kind of feeling guilty. I heard that. <laughs> uh, all right. So season anyway, five, sorry. we're wrapping up season five. I just want to kind of do a quick recap of some of our guests that we've had for, um, for this season and also kind of want to talk about your guys' favorite moments, episodes that we've had on the show. So um, you'll remember we started off uh, episode 159 with um, the star of Best Leftovers Ever from Netflix, uh, Mr. Jim Purvis. Um, so uh, we had him on. Then we had uh, Free Lunch Coffee, which, uh, man, that was some some good coffee. By the way, I, I checked them out recently because I wanted mm-hmm. to order some more. and. I think he's out. Oh, oh no. <laughs> you can't order any more coffee. Sad. So there's that. Well, uh, there's, then- like, there's supply issues right now with coffee. Oh, is that it? Yeah, there's, there's, I don't know if it's Ooh. probably affecting, affecting everybody. Yeah. There's a coffee, it's a labor thing, like South American stuff, but coffee is one of the things being affected by hmm. jobs now. So well, everything's being affected it's by coffee jobs. and chicken wings. We should say this, this show is an impact, a direct impact of, 
COVID, maybe we can get some PPE money. <laughs> we, have to, yeah. we have to stop. We don't it's have workers. Wrong. <laughs> uh, we also had Master Bourbon Taster Peggy Knoll. Remember when she was on the yes, on the show? That was one of my awesome. highlights for sure. Uh, I'm just going to run through these, and we can go back and talk about them. Uh, we talked uh, to Kevin Hoffman. He wrote a book called Growing Up Black in a White Home. I can't remember the full name of it. But uh, he was uh, raised by white parents. He's obviously black and talked about race on that one. We had our friend uh, Tanya Thompson. She did the bourbon tasting with us. And then quickly followed by the whiskey. Oh, sorry. Uh, Kevin Hoffman was 164. Tanya Thompson was 167. The Whiskey Priest was episode 171. That was our friend, Father Tommy. He came uh, here from Pennsylvania. He um, just talked about his uh, relationship with God, his his conversion process, and then how much he loves whiskey. So that was good. We remember we did that on your porch, didn't we? We did that on the porch, yeah. That yeah. was great. That was fun. We had the you remember chicken. That one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I think he remembers the first half. As I say, I remember before we started, before the podcast ended. <laughs> Not much after that. Yeah. We had uh, the Chicken March Madness. Uh, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Anthony from Grill Rescue. Yeah, they make those special Grill Rescue brushes. He was kind enough to send us all Grill Rescue brushes. And yet, uh, Magic Man has yet to take the cover off of his grill. That's true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> true. We had a uh, director, Jay Turner. Uh, he came on the show, talked about his movie. We had uh, from diners, the creator of diners, drive-ins and dives. We had David page on episode 177 and immigration lawyer Tamina Watson on episode 181. And today is 186. So it's been a while since we've had a guest uh, overall. This season, I thought we've had um, uh, a good run of guests. They were very interesting. Gentlemen, I'd like Definitely. to know some of your favorite moments that we've had and um, maybe some of your favorite guests. I guess I can start. Yeah, uh, yeah. Probably, I know we, we we had a good time with uh, Tanya Thompson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we were all uh, a little buzzed by the end of that. <laughs> episode <laughs> with that bourbon tasting <laughs> and that was some good bourbon too i appreciate appreciate her uh uh sharing her personal stock with mm-hmm. us and absolutely especially some of the good stuff not just the the cheap bottom shelf stuff but yeah. the, the good stuff um that was probably my favorite one of the season um and of course i enjoyed you know when we did the broadcast on from your porch yeah uh, it's a little little change up from our normal setup so it was kind of fun to do that yeah yeah and just to piggyback on that one of the things that we, we're going to do for next season is if you're in the concord area <clears throat> once a month uh barring covid uh we're going to be at, at downtown concord and we're going to do the show once a month live from red hill brewing so we will uh be able to have some guests from concord to come up hang out with us uh we'll have a live audience if you want to come up and join with us we would love that uh, but it's going to be just us talking having beers and talking to guests i think that will be a really cool experience so i look forward to that uh, anything else from this season magic man and this is your first full season with us right so how was the experience yeah that's right because the last 
last year, I think I kind of came in, was it like March, April-ish mm-hmm. in there? Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a great experience. I love doing this. Yeah. We have a great audience, great, great cast here. And yeah, it was good stuff. Cool. Uh, all right. Producer Brian, your thoughts yeah, on the lineup. So, yeah. So uh, I think highlights for me, you know, we start off great with Jim. You know, I like Jim anyway. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a guy. Um, obviously the bourbon stuff, you know, Peggy, no Stevens was, that was fantastic. Absolutely. Talk. Um, Tanya's blew me away. <laughs> that tasting <laughs> right. blew me away. Uh, so that was obviously great. You know, I mean the, the, the chicken madness bracket was a lot of fun. You know, that I really was, enjoyed yeah. that. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, the the call to North Dakota when we did that was <laughs> right. fun. The Vermont, when we called the people, the Vermont's world's best maple syrup. Yeah. Folks, I need to, I'm out of everything. Mm. So, but I can't eat it now anyway. But um, mm. you should go give some maple syrup, guys. It's really good. <laughs> it is good stuff. Uh, that was just fun. I don't know. Maybe it's the, it's the moment there. Um, yeah. Uh, it's always good to talk to Jay about what he's doing, movies and stuff. That's great. David Page was a highlight because you know I was a big fan of that that TV show uh, about ten years ago or so. Yeah, that was really good. Um, yeah, good, yeah. We just, we had some good good episodes. I feel like this season we we did twenty seven. Yeah. In however many weeks it's, it's been, I don't know. Um, Eight to, uh, we did twenty seven out of like thirty five, which I feel is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, us. yeah. <clears throat> for not for not being contractu- con- con- contractually bound by uh, actual sponsors, yeah, I think I think we did pretty good. And it's yeah. tough, man. It's trying to juggle this with you know our lives and things like that. Some days where we're sick and yeah. just could not. There's like two weeks where I'm just like I cannot come up with content whatsoever, and I was just like I can't do it. Yeah, it's difficult to find. Things to talk about sometime. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. That are interesting to everybody and that aren't. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We try not to get as heavy political now as we did in the past, I think. But, <laughs> um, and you can always talk about that, right? But yeah. I just, I feel, I just don't want to, I just I don't know. It brings me down to the end of the day. <laughs> after all that. <laughs> there's there's a plenty I, of places where you can go to listen to that stuff if you want. Yeah, exactly. We're going to say, yeah, I, I think just we're such a divided country now it's just it's almost painful to talk political (laughs) yeah 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 absolutely and i think we it divides and i don't want that it's it's kind of silliness um yeah i think i think for me the one that i hear the most of people say that was an incredible episode was David Page uh, episode yeah. one seventy seven? If you're going to take one out uh, for this for this season, I, to me, and from the feedback that I've gotten, that was one of the great ones. Hmm. Um, in fact, I was I was at, with a group of guys um, on Monday, and somebody brought that up again. They're like, "Man, I can't tell you how much I love that episode because uh, it was so fascinating." So uh, to me, that was that was awesome. Oh. Wanted to get the feedback, but then I just really enjoyed that interview. I again, we could talk to him for an entire season. Oh, I think, and yeah. not even you know, <clears throat> break the read part of his book. We could do a whole podcast on his book. Just discuss oh, through 
topic by topic. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's not a bad idea. <clears throat> Maybe right. that's I've been drinking and having sex. <laughs> no, I mean, that's really not a bad idea. I like that idea. <laughs> Maybe I'll uh, give the touch to them for the next uh, eight weeks here, and we'll do that. There you go. That'd be fantastic. Uh, yeah, again, I like Jim Purvis. He was he was a cool guy. Man, Tanya, she hooked us up so much on those bourbons, and that's that's also another experience that I don't think I'll ever get. I think you know David Page was a great interview, and and I loved getting that knowledge. But for me, Tanya and and those those bourbons were was an experience. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> that was awesome. And that's uh, really hard to share with everybody. Like, I hope, yeah. I hope it came across like what was happening. Yeah. You know? uh, but yeah. That's an experience that you can't get anywhere. Yeah. Those bottles in that order at that time. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, it was it was just a, a really cool experience. So if if you are just kind of tuning in, those are some of our highlights for for the, for this season. I also remember uh, Magic Man. You don't like pickles, and uh, <laughs> and you took them off and you held them up and they looked like you held them up right to your nipple and it just looked like they were nipple coverings. <laughs> it was just like the weirdest uh, thing I've ever seen in my life. How you held them up and, and you saved the I was trying to get him on my shirt. Lunchtime. It wasn't right. like he just ate the right. sandwich That's and true. pulled the pickle off. Yeah, He'd been sitting, been sitting on those for like eight hours by his desk. Yeah. Oh, I got some pickles here. Oh, <laughs> uh, that, that was, was awesome. That was awesome. And and I really, you know, talking about experience, when we had the Whiskey Priest on the porch and we had people there, like you said, Magic Man, that was that was really cool. I I love doing this podcast. I really do. And I don't, I, you know, I was setting up tonight and I started literally getting like teary eyed because like this is the last time I'm going to do it for, for quite a while. Uh, I love doing the show, but there is something electric when you do it in front of a live audience, you know, when you're getting mm-hmm. that feedback and you're talking to people and they're, they're laughing and there's that connection, man, there's something there. And so I'm really excited about that for next year to, to do it at Red Hill and, and have that, that connection with people. I think that's going to be great. And so, but the whiskey priest episode was cool. Uh, the other thing too, that people didn't experience is we had, uh, so much barbecue that night that, uh, he made. So after the show, we were eating and drinking and laughing and, uh, we had a really good time with that. That, was good that, barbecue. that part you didn't get to experience. Yeah. It's great barbecue. barbecue. Yep. Uh, some other things I want to bring up for this year, uh, Red Hill Brewing became a sponsor and, uh, they hooked us up, uh, every, oh, yeah. almost every week when, uh, when we were doing our chicken madness, we would also talk about a beer. Um, speaking of Red Hill Brewing again, just a reminder, uh, we will have oh, an okay. SFP night. I was talking to Chris about it this week. Um, an SFP night at Red Hill Brewing when we release our, um, Southern fried philosophy bourbon beer uh so uh, we'll be excited about that there's a, there's a uh banana pudding i think it's like a banana foster or banana pudding uh one in, in bourbon barrels and then we're going to do a coffee stout in bourbon barrels so if you're again in in and around the concord area we're gonna have a party it's gonna be awesome uh brian's gonna make a bis uh brisk uh 
pulled pork. I'm going to make yep. pulled pork. Uh, we'll have some sides and stuff, uh, and we'll just have a good party. Anybody who would like to come uh, is invited. I originally said a Patreon uh, donation. Nobody signed up. So if you're in the Concord area, we're just going to invite all of our friends, have a great time, you know, do a donation at the door. We'll give it to a charity and whatnot. So um, it'll be a good time. So there's that. Also, uh, Crave Bath and Body is uh, became a sponsor as well. I want to make sure that we give a, a shout out to to them. Uh, Magic Man, can you tell our folks a little bit about it? They'll hear it at the beginning of the episode, but they may not know what's going on. So can you explain Crave Bath and Body? Sure. So it's uh, my wife's uh, bath product business that she started this year. Um, and we make everything from bars of soap to liquid soap and uh, shower gels, um, shampoos, conditioners, uh, bath bombs, um, basically anything to get you clean and pretty. Um, we, uh, we sell it and, um, we do have some accessories like towels and soap trays and that kind of thing. So if you go to our website, crave BB, so it's B as a boy, B as a boy.com. So that stands for crazy bath and body. CraveBB.com. Um, you can uh, see what, what what all we have there. Not, and, not uh, I want to be sure not to confuse our folks. Not CraveBBW, uh, but just right. CraveBB.com. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Big that's beautiful right. And, women. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, Biggin is a, a repeat customer now. I am indeed. Yes, sir. Uh, so Magic Man gave us uh, uh, some soaps. Like for Christmas last year, and I and my wife just recently bought, uh, just then I recently bought like the Costco pack of soap, and especially with COVID and staying at home and not being able to get out, you know, you take a shower like once a week at this point. Uh, so I wasn't using soap for yeah, I know, I work from home. I don't go anywhere. So yeah, that. it's the same. It's, so, it's sad, sad time. <laughs> so I wasn't using, I wasn't using a lot of soap, but then I ran out of the, the Costco pack and then I used uh, the, the soap for the first time. I was like, wow, this is really good stuff. And then um, I, I remember even going to bed that night and the missus looked, looked over and was like, you smell good. Well, okay. So, so then bathing more than once a week, I'll have that effect. That will help. Probably because I haven't bathed in a week. She's, that's why she said it. But more importantly, <laughs> she kept saying it because I kept taking more showers. She's like, I really like that soap. Yeah. So I use that. And by the way, it takes a lot longer to use their soap than just a regular thing of soap. They're using all natural ingredients. It seems uh-huh. to last longer. Um, so yeah. I would really encourage you to go check it out. Yeah, you can actually pronounce the ingredients that are on the label. <laughs> we we want to make it healthy and uh, so it's sulfate free and it's all natural ingredients. Um, there you go. Of course, I'm biased, but it's good stuff. You have beard oil, right? <laughs> and beard oil. Yeah, we, we have need, beard oil. I need yes. to get in on that, probably. Yeah, sure thing, man. There you go. So we want to give them a shout out and say thank you guys for uh, for sponsoring. Um, all right, so let's uh, we'll move on for the last two topics that we have for. This year, and of course, the Nirvana baby. Have you guys mm. seen or heard about the Nirvana baby suing oh, yeah. Nirvana? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Read the article yesterday. <laughs> right. Do you want to explain what's going on? Uh, sure. But hopefully, I'll get it right. Uh, facts so, are optional. So, the dude who uh, was the 
the baby was it the album Nevermind? Nevermind, it yeah. It's the fan, it's the yeah. one with the smells ba- like Teen Spirit. It's, it's yeah. the big Nirvana album. It has the baby in the yeah. pool with the dollar bill on a fish hook yeah. dangling in front of it. Uh, this, the baby is now 30 years old. It makes us feel old now, doesn't it? <laughs> right. And um, he's he's suing, saying that he uh, was exploited uh, without permission being given and uh, was uh, sexually, was it, uh, not molested, but his basically child, child sh- pornography. Child pornography because they showed his baby his bits. Yeah, and, his uh, baby bits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, and. And so he's trying to get money from Nirvana for using that picture on their album. Uh, so if I'm not mistaken, I, don't, I haven't actually read this one, but I was listening. I think someone else talked about it. They paid his dad like a hundred bucks for that, right? Well, Probably. The, the allegation from him is that it, he recently, I guess, I think he recently found out that his parents never gave consent for, for mm-hmm. that photo. Um, and it was originally described that if they did it, that they would put a sticker over his, his baby bits, as you were saying, and yeah. that didn't happen. So, um, so that's why he's suing. It's a little late for that, right? Uh, yeah. I think it's somebody trying to get a free buck. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're suing more. the estate of like Kurt Cobain. And I'm sure Nirvana. Dave Grohl and the others are in there None too. None of these people were involved in that decision, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably someone at the record label. <laughs> there yeah. you go. You know what I mean? Like yep. at this, I mean, maybe the band had some say on it, but a creative side. But I, this is silly, right? I mean, yeah. Leanne Whitley said uh, they paid his parents two hundred bucks for that picture. Yeah, so okay, if, so if you're going to sue somebody. For letting them take these pictures, it's Papa, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Your parents allowed this, so it's. <laughs> I don't well, know. It, here's the thing: stupid to me, but yeah, no, I, I agree. The, it, if there's no consent, I think that there could be a lawsuit there. I think I'm no lawyer, so this is this is um, the, all the lawyering I got off of Matlock and Law and Order. Uh, but I think that there, if there's no consent in there, I think there could be a lawsuit there. Uh, however, he also keep in mind he's also got Nevermind tattooed over his chest. Dude has made a ton of money just saying, "Hey, I'm the baby on the mm-hmm. uh, Nirvana cover." And he's made appearances, made money off of it. He himself has done it, and he's also just only asking for one hundred fifty thousand dollars, only because he tried to do some um, uh, uh, a thing with Nirvana and they didn't get back to him. So now he's happens to start suing him because of that. And, and to your point, it wouldn't be uh, to Nirvana. It had to be the record label. And what record label does not have lawyers that, that would make sure that this would be right? And what's the statute yeah. of limitations on this? Like That's a good 30 point. years. Yeah. Like what 30 it's, it's taken this long for you to suddenly go, Oh, maybe I'm not okay with this. Well, he says yeah. he's traumatized and he can't, he walks into like a baseball stadium and he thinks, well, everybody has seen my baby bits. Yeah, but no one knows who he is. Right. Right. Yeah. You look I, a little different than you did 30 years ago, bud. I would yeah. hope so. I would hope that those no. have changed. Hopefully your, hopefully your bits yeah. are different. I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah. right. But let, I mean, there also has got to be, can we just talk about the photo itself? One, when it 
first came out, I thought that was pretty like, whoa, that's, that's something. But there had to have been. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I'd, I'd say if there's anything here, it's endangerment, not pornography. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the baby's you, underneath the, baby, the water. There's still a naked baby in the pool, right? Right. Uh, it's, it's not, that's not safe, right? No, no. <laughs> uh, there has to be some, <laughs> some type of like editing that had to have been done, right? Because everybody knows that as soon as uh, baby bits hit, hit the pool, as uh, George Costanza mm. so eloquently said, there's yeah. some shrinkage going on. Uh, so there had to have been some editing on that. Well, How would you like 90, to be in that? 1991. Yeah. I mean, yeah. editing. Wait, we is there ain't no Photoshop. <laughs> you know what I mean? So well done, then, sir. Well done. <laughs> uh, there's that. Uh, all right. The next thing is: Have you guys seen this milk crate challenge? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The face today, of producer Brian right now. Today, I saw like y'all, y'all. So okay, I got a. I, I use this app called the Citizen app. It just kind of okay. tells me all the gunshots around my house. What's going on there? Uh, <laughs> and there was a PSA today. It said, "Hey, don't do the milk crate challenge." So I watched like a little clip. Mm-hmm. Come on, y'all. Y'all. <laughs> y'all. It's a, so just, it's, it, just so if anybody doesn't know what's going on, people will get milk crates and they'll stack them up in a pyramid. And the idea is to see if you can go up one side and then go back down. Mm-hmm. Sounds easy. But if you're running and whatnot, it's not very easy or walking, you know, it, it, like to try to do this is, is difficult. And people are falling and hurting themselves doing this. I mean, some of the video that's linked in the article, the dude falls like right on his back and just does like a backwards, like breakable thing. Think about like the construction of a milk crate, right? Right. <laughs> There's not yeah. a lot there to balance on. This is uh Lincoln Logs one-on-one, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on, nothing, everybody. No, none of us' name is Mario or Luigi. There's nothing holding this thing together. <laughs> yeah, there's no princess. There's no flagpole to jump on at the end. That's right. Oh, gee. And it's just, it's August. If you're just tuning in from the future, it's August 2021, almost September. The hospitals are kind of busy. Yeah. Right? That's my, yeah, that was many, my point. Yeah. There's some stuff yeah. going on, right? You're going to have to wait for a long time with that broken arm or broken rear end or whatever. Yeah. They're going to give you what? All right. You can come back tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they're going to say. It amazes me just the stupidest things that people (laughs) think up and make this challenge out of it. I mean, I think this rates up there with uh, eating Tide Pods. I'm going to eat a Tide Pod and run up a pyramid of milk crates. That's the new one. Let's let's add them together. next. This is also you, not a, uh, I would say not a big and approved activity, probably. No, right? Lord, no. <laughs> I could hear the 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 milk crate challenge for Biggin is to stand on one and then get off of it. Yeah, that's Ooh, the Biggin challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at me, I did it. Can I also ask this question? Where the hell are we getting fifty milk crates? Where are they right. coming from? The back door at Walmart. 
I like, mean, is there going to be some milk crate shortage going on now? Yeah, I'm not going to get my milk next week because they don't have any so crates to deliver. I own one milk crate, and I've had it for over 20 years. Those things are handy, but yeah, don't take 50 of them to make your stupid pyramid. Yeah. Where are you getting them at? I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. All right, so uh, let's go to our last uh, wacky news. Oh, brought to you by no. Watchman Cigars. We should oh, do it. We should do a challenge. I'm sorry, I, I don't. Okay, we should, we should have our own challenge. Like, what's the challenge? Like drink a gallon of gravy or something Wh- while eating do. a Tide Pod. Well, or the gravy. No, just gravy. Tide. Just like how much like, can you eat? Much gravy can you consume at one point? That's your challenge, right? Here's a our chug. challenge this week. Yeah, here's like, here's here's everybody's challenge is to Google uh, uh, Minnesota cookie salad and mm. eat that. That in itself is a challenge. There you go. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, all right. So our last uh, wacky news brought to you by Watchman Cigars. Hey, if you need a awesome cigar at a reasonable price, check out our friends at Watchman Cigars. WatchmanCigars.com. Don't take. Take my word on that website. I just made that up, and I hope it works. I think that's uh, right. Yeah. Is it? Okay. <clears throat> so there was a gentleman that went to a school board meeting, um, and this was the quote during the school board meeting. <clears throat> quote, uh, if you would mind putting your pants back on. Y'all. Uh. Um, <laughs> that was said during the school board meeting. Were there any milk crates around? (laughs) No, but there was a cookie salad. Uh, A parent at a Texas public school stripped down to his underwear on Monday while arguing at a school board meeting that students should wear masks, according to local reports. James Aker, a 15-year resident of the community and parent at the, mm, you know, we can't come up with a different word, a Dripping Springs Independent School District, removed his clothes to highlight the inconvenience he faces that benefits others in an argument promoting masks for students and faculty. Uh, I do not like the government or any other entity. Just ask my wife, yuck, yuck, ha, ha, telling me what to do. Akers said while removing his jacket, at work they make me wear this jacket and I hate it. They make me wear this t-shirt and or this shirt and tie and I hate it. Oh. He said while taking off his tie, his shirt, and his pants. On the way over here, I ran three stop signs and four red lights. Ironically, I almost killed somebody out there, but God, but by God, they're my roads too, and I have every right to drive as fast as I want and make the turns that I want to. It's simple protocol, people, he said. We follow certain rules for very good reasons. Um, hmm. Also, somebody said, Mr. Akers, I understand, and I believe that you're a swimmer, but you could, but if you wouldn't mind putting your pants back on, that would be great. Um, you think that mom was checking out his dad bod there? I know you're a swimmer. <laughs> could you put on, mind putting your pants back on? I stripped down to his undies. <sighs> the masks are currently recommended by the school but not required for students, staff, or other employees. Uh, Wants to go first. (laughs) I think Magic Man should. (laughs) 
I'm I'm trying to think of something to say other than what's going through my head right now. <laughs> this is a family friendly show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's where you put your mask. I got you. You don't have to yeah. cover that with your mask, sir. Well. Okay, I'll go. Right, we go. can edit this out, I guess. Oh, no. Uh, All right. I don't know. Write it down. People value for watching the live stream. <laughs> so she said he's a swimmer. I guess maybe he just jumped out of the water or something. It was cold. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. There's the shrinkage. Oh, there it is. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're back to that. Full circle. We're back to that. Sausage. <laughs> the sausage party. Uh. So the you, argument you, is he do, he doesn't like it, so he doesn't want to do it. He's saying what the argument is he he doesn't like doing it, but for the good of society, we have to do it. So he what he's saying is I got to put on the shirt and tie. My my work makes me do it, and I don't want to do it, but I still got to do it. I got to conform to what they're doing for the good of everybody else. I have to wear pants. It's it's my similar argument. At the very beginning of this mass debate, uh, the people that runs the, the convenience stores, what do they have on their, their window? No shirt, no shoes, no service. We don't argue with that. So that's the same point that he's trying to make. Yeah, I actually misread this earlier. Oh. I thought he was saying he doesn't want to do these things. So he- no, no, it's the exact opposite. He's saying for no. the good of everybody. We need to follow common protocol and do the masks. Well, he has a point. With I think about seatbelts, right? Seat I mean, belts. there was a thing back in like before I was born. Probably seatbelts didn't used to be required, right? Dude, I was in the back of a station 80s. wagon, and I was running around in the back of a station wagon. Didn't yeah. have to wear a seatbelt or child seat. Yeah, but suddenly that I remember makes at sense, eight years. Right? Yeah, I remember eight years old standing up in the front seat with my head and, and the top part of my body through a sunroof. <laughs> Going down the road. Right. And this is before seatbelts were required. Great times. Great times. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. That's, yeah. That's just one. That's just one thing, right? Like, right. You got to wear pants in public. Yeah. Absolutely. If you don't I, wear I mean, pants in public, what happens? If your job makes you wear, your t- wear a tie, you don't work at Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, honestly, if that's, yeah. if that's what. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to be in public and you're putting other people at risk, Right. And that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And I remember Magic Man in the beginning, you were making the argument that the masks don't work. Um, but like the more research that was done, even Fox News made a report that said, hey, masks don't work, but they actually do. It's the bigger droplets that go through speaking or talking or coughing or whatever like that, that amount of virus in somebody's mouth will be stopped by said mass. The little it's one, not a little particles. perfect solution, but it has it an does effect. Something. Yeah. yeah. Something's better than nothing for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah, it's already, it's going to be, you know, I mentioned the top of the show with school starting. Mm-hmm. It's going to just be nuts. Absolutely. Know, the, the spread and kids don't are bad about it anyway. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, y'all wear your masks. Let's just and and here's the point. Here's another thing that I just also want to point out is like at what point and and this is probably a serious question, but like at what point did we stop wanting to help others and look out for the common good? You got people, not y'all, 
But people are screaming, you'll take my freedom, don't take my freedom. It's a mask, y'all. In college football now, you look at, so in the SEC, I'm a huge Kentucky basketball, Mm. football, Kentucky fan. So in the SEC, Alabama, I'm sorry, LSU has said to go to any of the games, you have to either show proof of your vaccination or you have to have a a negative COVID test within three days of the game. So that's LSU. Georgia... Which, by the way, shocks me that it's LSU. Wow. Yeah. Uh, right. That. Right. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Coming from LSU, Alabama, it even shocked me even more. But LSU says that. Georgia, ironically, said, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. We're, well. not, we're not requiring anything. And then Kentucky came out to say, uh, if you're in public spaces, in like in the corridors and getting to and fro your seat, if you're not vaccinated, you have to wear a mask. Uh, also go into the bathroom. Uh, and then if you're vaccinated, you have to, you don't have to wear a mask uh, outside, but sorry, wear a mask all the time. If you're not vaccinated, if you are vaccinated, wear a mask in public closed spaces, uh, indoor spaces. So the bathrooms went up, but in the suites, you don't have to do anything at all. So there's money there, but it just, like, it's just not my whole point being like, it's not, consistent of what what it should be done that it should be one total thing and people it's, aren't going to wear masks because they don't care about the other people yeah it's been politicized so you look at the yeah. red state versus blue state and what the requirements are right yeah. so you can always draw a line straight down the middle yeah. <laughs> that's what it yeah. is right that's true. and that's shouldn't be that way this is about public well-being right yeah even I don't know. Even Trump, when he was at his rally this week, he told everybody go get the vaccine, and he got booed. <laughs> yeah. The one guy that everybody's like, "Well, Trump, don't tell me when to get the vaccine." Oh yeah, no, the, if you don't want to be told what to do. That's what you know. I, I want right. to make a decision on my own. Well, how much information do you need to make that decision? Speaking of inf- information, so I pulled up the Cabarrus County uh, information. So this is just Cabarrus County, and this is interesting for us guys. So there currently, um, by the way, two months ago, there were uh, seven people in the hospital with COVID. Uh, This past week, there's now 153 people in the hospital with COVID. 94 of those patients uh, are on on ventilators are unvaccinated. 94% of those people. So 44% or 144 are unvaccinated. Only nine are vaccinated. I don't know what other statistic you all need, but for those people that haven't gotten vaccinated, y'all. And there's FDA approval now. And there's FDA. Yeah. That's a big thing. I understand the the reservation with it being an emergency approval and those things. Sure. But, you know, and maybe if you don't trust the government, you don't trust the government, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> but And let me also be clear. If you cannot get the vaccine because of other health-related issues, you're, I'm not talking to you. I'm just talking about the people that can and they don't because they don't want to. And I've talked to two of my friends that recently got it. And they said, and they didn't get the vaccine. And they said, if I would have known what it was like going through that, that would definitely have changed my mind. So, y'all, don't wait for that. How do you just, not know? How bad, how bad, like it made them feel. Because oh, some people get it and they're fine. And then you get this Delta right. thing's pretty bad. I've, I've had two very close family friends that have been in the hospital for two weeks each. Wow. 
like it on respirator ventilator the whole time. One's on a ventilator at home now. He's he can go home, wow. but he still has to take oxygen. Wow. Were they vaccinated? No, no. They okay. were quite uh, yeah, <laughs> very against it. So yeah, look, I'm we're just trying to save your life. Just gotta yeah, be vaccinated. That's it. Your your life, your family, your loved ones, your friends, yeah, neighbors. I think at this point I'm going to wear a mask and then put my CPAP on and just carry it around with me at this point. <laughs> It'll protect me. <laughs> sure you need to put the mask around the filter on the CPAP, right? So that yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd uh, be a good idea. Just do that. That's the <laughs> only one thing. over your mouth and then one on the filter. There you go. <laughs> you ain't getting me, Rona. Yeah. That's right. Oh. So, hey, look, parting words of, for season five for you guys. Any Anything you want to, to say to our... Our listeners, I've enjoyed doing this season personally. Uh, I would like to get find us a way to get some more listener involvement going forward. Yeah, you know, if we can get some more feedback, yeah, listener participation, um, you know, call in that kind of stuff, and have some fun, maybe. Absolutely, oh, yeah, looking forward to Agreed. going forward. Magic Man, any thoughts? Yeah, I like Brian said. You know, I really enjoyed this this season. It was it was a fun one. Uh, gonna miss it while we're off for this next few months, but um, you know we'll have an even better season coming right around the corner. Yeah, and um, going going back to what he was saying about listener engagement with those uh, recordings that we do at uh, Red Hill, that that'll make a big difference. I think. Um, I know my parents even said that they want to come out to those. So and they live Sweet. in Mooresville. Cool. So yeah, so you'll be able to meet them and find out what happened <laughs> <laughs> oh um yeah i'm excited about it too here's the thing also for season six we're starting to line up our guests uh already so we're going to make sure that we try to pack in more guests for this season uh, i told producer brian uh beforehand i think maybe next year when we do our our final episode uh for season six we should do a bracket of guests so we'll get all the guests and then do a bracket to say which one would be the best. We're going to rank our guests. We're going to rank our guests. Oh. <laughs> we'll be a ranker. Uh, but here's the other deal. <laughs> so if you can get us the best guest, um, I would say uh, oh. we will give you $100. If you can get one of the guests to come on the show and it's one of the best ones that we have, we will give you $100. Now, we want guests to have interesting stories, uh, some cool backgrounds. It could be a famous person. We would love the more famous people. Uh, so if you know somebody or connected to somebody, let us know. Shoot us an email at sfpradio at gmail.com, and uh, we'll see what we can do to make that happen. Go ahead and, and send those now, and we can get those lined up and for Season 6. Again, we will be back January, so this uh, – this is not our final episode total, but we will um, we will take a break and then come back in January. In season finale, not the so- series finale. Is, yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> exactly the season and, finale. And stay subscribed. You may see a surprise episode pop in. You never know. Yeah, we'll, absolutely. We'll decide yeah. to get bored and decide to call Alaska or something in the middle of the day. Now, Just let's do that. that. Right? We will do that by the end of this year. Yes, we're going to do that. Um, and there could be some surprise stuff. So don't cancel your subscription yet. It's free, by the way. You're not paying for it. Just a reminder, unless you're a Patreon subscriber. And next year, we will do some unedited podcasts, some behind the scenes 
some behind the the sausage making scenes. Who knows? Mm. Uh, episode. So that'll be fun. I see all the sausage. See all the sausage. We're just going to have all of our sausage out on display. Radio. <laughs> We're going to have to create a new email account. Sausage <laughs> at SFP radio. Uh, anyway, guys, thank you so much for this year. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, and as a tribute that I say at the end of every episode, uh, for my grandma, keep looking up.